Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. And welcome into hour number two of the program. Get yourself another cup of coffee or maybe a cup of gumbo. We're talking gumbo this morning. What is your favorite type of gumbo? 87870. You can text that along with your fishing reports, your comments, your questions. Come right in here to the studio. Uh, a little bit later on, following this uh, network program, when we go off the network, we continue with a program called More Outdoors. It's two hours of More Outdoors from 7 to 9. At live streams, you can go to my website, Don the Outdoors Guy. Dot com, and look in the center of the home page. It says how to listen. Click right here, and it comes right through your um, desktop, your uh, laptop, your cell phone, your iPhone, or your Internet listening device. Also, you can go to radio.com and pick it up in that fashion, too. What we're going to have, uh, we got a special guest going to be joining us. Uh, Governor candidate uh, Eddie Risponi will join us at 730. To talk about all those concerns, we spent two hours taking comments from sportsmen and sportswomen about what their biggest concern is and how to utilize our state agency better to better manage our resources. And he has heard those complaints and uh, those concerns, and he's going to address them. Uh, we also extended an invitation to Governor John Bell Edwards, who uh, did not decline. He did not accept. We simply got crickets. So you can have your own opinion about what that means. Anyway, we'll have him on at 7.30. At 7.15, Jeff Foyles from Missouri is going to join us. He is a waterfowl hunter. And, you know, you've been hearing a lot of talk about what has been done agriculturally up the flyway, how that has impacted our fall flight. Uh, Jeff sees it firsthand from his perspective We'll let you listen to what he has to say. That's coming up at about 7.15. And then from uh, 8 o'clock on, we're going to have Paul Bernard, U.S. Coast Guard, talking about some safety tips and advice for you duck hunters who are going to be headed out in the marsh. You know, duck hunting can be a dangerous sport at times, bad weather conditions, hypothermic conditions. And you'll also hear from one person who actually participated in a helicopter rescue from the marsh. So all that's coming up between 7 and 9. Hope you'll stay with us for that. Uh, rest of this hour, we got fishing reports, some calendar items. Oh, by the way, I want to remind you of the Ducks Unlimited Banquet, that Homer Civic Center. They actually put on a combination banquet and a little show. It's scheduled for November the 7th. That's going to be at 5 o'clock at the Homer Civic Center. That's the DU Banquet there if you're interested in attending. All right, let me get back to the text messages coming in. This one uh, votes for deer gumbo, a venison gumbo. Yeah, that can be a good one. Here's uh, working right now for the Delcrum PD. Looking at the boats on the dock, the only gumbo is shrimp gumbo, with shrimp right off the boats in the shrimp capital of the world. That's from Ted K., who's a shrimp gumbo lover. Here's a text from a Mississippi listener that says, any would be nice at this point. I'm in Tupelo, Mississippi. Does that mean Tupelo is a gumbo wasteland? I don't think so. You know what they have in Mississippi? I had a Mississippi friend of mine used to make what he called upland gumbo. It was uh, quail with rice with kind of a white gravy on it. He called it upland gumbo. It was pretty good, actually. All right, here's someone wishing good luck to all the 219 high school teams fishing this morning out of Dwaron's Landing. Good luck to them. I hope you get some fish. Water a little high there. Maybe get up in the far reaches to find them. 
All right, here's one uh, Baton Rouge listener. My favorite gumbo would be seafood, but the one best gumbo I've ever eaten was smoked duck and sausage. I got to tell you, duck makes an excellent gumbo. All right, here's a uh, Lafayette area listener. My favorite gumbo is my sister's recipe with speckle belly geese, andouille with okra. She debones the geese. No better gumbo. That's from Steve Oates. And by the way, he's brushing his blinds on White Lake Refuge. Well, Steve, I got to tell you, speckle belly goose, as far as I'm concerned, uh, is the finest waterfowl to eat. Uh, I just like them pot roasted. What a delicious flavor in those speckle bellies. Uh, then uh, Chris Burzai, the outdoor writer friend, he says, um, uh, let's see, this is pretty long. His is the, the traditional prairie Cajun roux gumbo in Cajun prairie parishes. That would be western St. Landry, parts of Acadia Parish, and Evangeline. He's also had some in Calcasieu. He's well-traveled and he parish gumbo. It's a roux-based gumbo consisting of a yard bird. For those of you not familiar with that species, that is a chicken, but not a star barton. This is a, a yard chicken. That uh, Free range is what the term is they use now. With homemade pork sausage and a smattering of those small packaged salty shrimp bought at a grocery store counter. I think he's talking about those, uh, what do they call them, the uh, dried shrimp. They, they, they dry them and salt them down and put them in little packages. And then some add a half hard-boiled egg. Put it over rice, cooked over wood coals in a small seasoned black pot. I grew up eating this as a child. It's to die for when cooked this way. Certainly sounds taste tempting, Chris. Thanks for that recipe. All right, we come back after this. We're going to find out what kind of gumbo Captain Mike Gallo enjoys over at the Spots and Dots Lodge over there in Lake Catherine area, right on Salt Bayou. Back with his fishing report, too, after this. And our fishing report with Captain Mike Gallo is a presentation of Sito. And by the way, the gentleman you're going to hear from later on who was rescued by a helicopter is a Sito member. Sito came to rescue him. They could not get him, and they assisted by contacting the Coast Guard to take him out by helicopter. So that's an added advantage of being a CETO member. Besides the fuel drops, the tow-ins, the jump starts, mostly it's peace of mind. They're like AAA on the water. $179 whole year. Compare that to what it costs to get a rescue paid, and you'll be signing up, believe me. CETO.com is one way to do it. Or call Captain Chris, and you can give him a call. Uh, 504-301-4545. Let's check in with Captain Mike Gallo. He's a gumbo lover. Let's see what kind of gumbo he likes to cook on a cold morning. Hey, Mike, what's your favorite gumbo? Good morning, Don. Well, you know, I like most gumbo. Helps me maintain this physique of mine. If I had to pick (laughs) one, if I had to pick one, I would say seafood gumbo. And I'm kind of like Daryl Carpenter. I like a little tomato and okra in my gumbo. Got it. Sounds like a good old New Orleans brand of gumbo. Well, Mike, uh, we had a change in the weather. We brought gumbo uh, weather here. What has that done to the fishing? What's this weather change brought about for the specks and the reds in your area? Well, you know, you most of the time hear people talking about we caught them real good and it was like somebody flipped a switch, they stopped biting. Well, somebody flipped the switch back and now they're back biting. Uh, prior to this cold front, I'd move five or six times and pick up eight or ten, a dozen, before you ended up with a box of fish. And la- yesterday, had two boats go out, and it was one-stop shopping, really good catches of fish, nothing giant but solid 13 to 15-inch speckled trout, 
had a few redfish mixed in with them, some black drum, sheephead, the usual suspects when you sit in one spot. Um, so really, really good uh, forecast for today. Uh, the wind will probably lay down some midday. Uh, we did catch our fish in deep moving water. That was the only um, consistency, whereas last week with the warmer water temperatures, we caught them in same when you and I fished. Uh, anywhere from 5 feet to 25 feet, we caught speckled trout. Yesterday, we caught all of our trout in deep water. Uh, sounds pretty consistent with what Robbie Campo was saying earlier uh, in the channel. That's obviously deep water, and um, he was finding them with a popping cork. We fished on the bottom with a drop shot rig. Yeah, well, that's always a good way to do it, live shrimp, drop shot on the bottom. But you know what's good about this uh, going in those deeper holes and the water temperature drop, and it congregates the fish. You and I, we had to search and hunt, and you pick up a few here, move, you pick up a few more. But when you find them now, you probably can stay in one place and, and load up on them. Yeah, we didn't move. We stopped and put the anchors out. Uh, the boats were about 50 yards apart. And um, the next time we moved, we were out of shrimp heading back to the spots and dots to clean up some fish. So it was one-stop shopping. We did leave a little later. We left about 8 o'clock in the morning and got to our destination. And we were down by the Mr. Go, fishing in some of that deep water over that way with the, with the current flowing through there. Nice, clean water. And that's where my plan was to go with the winds over the weekend and that front coming through. Um, I just figured it would be dirty everywhere else. Might as well make the run first thing, get over there. And then once you're there, you have so many different options of where to fish. I must have 50 different spots I fish within a three- or four-mile span up and down the channel uh, from Violet area. Got lots of little areas that are fishing. Sometimes we just have the trolling motor down, and we're moving along until we find a couple and set up on them. We got lucky and kind of put the pattern together pretty quickly yesterday. Sounds good. All right, now you are right across the street from the Big Branch National Wildlife Refuge, which allows duck hunting. Are you seeing an influx of birds with this front? I saw a few ducks, but I really didn't pay close attention. I was quite busy. I was trying to get my fish cleaned before dark when the mosquitoes move in. So <laughs> I really didn't pay close attention to the ducks. However, I did see some. Well, how's the mosquito report? Well, the mosquitoes are doing well. If you're out a half hour before dawn and a half hour after dawn, you know, anywhere around a half hour before and after sunrise or sunset, the mosquitoes feast on you. Um, not terribly bad, but I just try not to be bit by any of them if I can help it. Well, good plan. All right, you can find him on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com, his at AAofLA.com. And if they want to give you a call on the business line to make a reservation for spots and dots or just make a day trip, tell them how to call you, Mike. Don, it's very easy. You can call me at 985-781-7811. And, Don, I got a text from a longtime listener, our good friend Sam Barbera, and I believe he's up in Kentucky but he's still listening. He Kentucky. wanted to say hi. What is, he, what is he doing in Kentucky? I'm sure he'll be back. He's got roots yeah, here. You know but, Sam uh, as well on... as I do. Yeah, yeah, he's you know a traveling man. You know Sam as well man. as I do, there's no telling. 
He's a traveling man. We ought to make that his theme song. Hello, Sam. Glad to hear you're doing well. All right, Mike, glad to hear you catching some fish. We'll catch up with you again next week. Have a great weekend. Don't forget, set that clock back right. tonight. See oh, you. yeah. Talk to you All next right, week. Well, yes, indeed, we will. Coming back after this, it's Brendan Bayard. Those of you who like to pedal or paddle for your fish up close and personal, we have the Bayou Coast Kayak Report coming your way next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And if you stroke east, west, north, or south for fish, we got the report for you. It's called the Paddler's Report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. It is a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. Great locations in mid-city of New Orleans, Covington, and Baton Rouge. Got the best kayak fishing models. Brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercrafts. You can check it all out on the website at MasseyOutfitters.com or check them out on Facebook. Brendan Bayard is one of our field reporters for the report. He joins us now. And, Brendan, I understand you're uh, playing plumber this weekend. What kind of gumbo does a plumber like to eat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, every kind. But, uh, yeah, I, I woke up and I had a little uh, dripping going on in my water heater, so I'm going to take care of that before uh, before it gets worse and uh, then go fishing tomorrow or the next day. So uh, it's good out there right now, Don. So uh, it's it's definitely a weekend you want to get out there and, and go if you, if you get the chance. Uh, it's the bye weekend for a lot of uh, football fans here in Louisiana, so – I'm sure a lot of guys are going to be on the water, which is a good thing. Uh, a lot of fish gathering up in some of those deeper, kind of more wintry kind of spots, and people are really pulling out uh, nice limits of fish. Um, talked to a lot of people out there yesterday, lots of fish being caught. Uh, traditional areas that you would go when the water drops about 10 degrees, like these uh, roadside borrow pits or pump uh, pumping stations or dead-end canals, those areas are filling up with fish. Even some of the deeper bayous that have a little less uh, current in them that are in the middle of the marsh are stacking up a trout. So anything where you find, you know, six or eight feet or deeper uh, might be a good place to, to check out right now. So how do you like to rig up to fish, fish those deep holes? Uh, I like to use uh, small, uh, realistic baits, tandem rigs. You're usually fishing in an area that's got a lot of other competition in it from a lot of lines being cast, heavily pressured areas. Uh, I try to get, you know, pretty realistic with my baits. Um, if it's if it's dirtier, you might want to do something a little bit brighter. But uh, usually this time of year, the water's clean, deep, and there's a lot of people casting in the same hole. Uh, you know, smaller bait might be a, a nice presentation. Uh, I've had a lot of success doing a drop shot with a really small bait. Um, sometimes I've even done like little tiny silver spoons where I drop those down there and kind of almost vertical jig like I'm, I'm fishing tuna. I just change it up just to have fun because you're sitting in one spot. Usually you're you're kind of playing with the fish that you're right on top of, right directly below you. And, uh, you know, if you really wanted to uh, to not worry about it, you could always throw some live bait down there. But part of the fun is, for me, figuring out uh, the different techniques that I can trick them on, if you will. Very good. Brendan, starting out west, moving to the east. Give us a little bit of recap of what's going on with this weather change, what you're hearing. Uh, out west, um, the wind is setting up nicely to fish the east bank of uh, Big Lake. But unfortunately, right now, the uh, it's kind of muddy along the uh, the side of the east east bank side where kayak fishers usually go in the uh, Crab Lady area or like the Turner's Bay area. So 
if you really wanted to go out there, I would suggest uh, sticking into something like the LNG canal and just kind of fishing in there uh, where you're going to have a little bit more clarity. There's going to be some fish ganged up in there with this cold water uh, change and uh, just kind of wait for that that east bank to clean up a little bit for whatever reason when that that wind came through um you know on on wednesday thursday it really kind of dirtied up the water so not much going on right there while that water is dirty but uh if you can find some clean water out there you'll be you'll be set and of course highway one daryl was talking about you know this should be the time you know when those fish move in close to highway one there yeah, Highway 1, there's a lot of guys fishing off the road, catching a lot of uh, trout. Uh, the, the fish have really kind of ganged up into those deeper spots along the road uh, in the marsh where it's deeper. Uh, you will you can almost drive between Fushan and Grand Isle and see where the fish are ganged up with the roadside fishermen having success. Um, you know, a, a place that I like is uh, over there by the uh, – the, uh, between Thunder Bayou and uh, – I guess the other roadside bridge right there, there's a deep hole in the middle. I think they call it the snake pit, but you can get in there. And uh, it's it's probably one of the uh, least fished of the deep borrow pits over there. It's a little bit harder to fish, but some of the fish I pull out of there are a little bit bigger. Uh, you know, this time of year, I think the first fish that invade those deeper holes are sometimes some of the bigger fish. Um, so if you can get there and get that first wave, uh, chances are getting a nice fish are, are pretty good. Um, up, yeah, you know, up north. Go ahead. I was going to say Highway 23. Um, they're catching some trout, you said, along Her- Lake Hermitage area behind Port Salfa. But, you know, that area, Brendan, if, if somebody held a gun to my head and said, you got to catch a redfish and you're only going to one spot, I think that's where I would head. Huh? That's got to be the most consistent area for redfish we have. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the redfish are, are silly right now. If you just kind of take your kayak out in Lake Hermitage and just kind of do a big loop around the lake, uh, you're going to catch reds, trout, probably a little bit of flounder, too. Uh, you know, usually between now and Thanksgiving, you'll have a nice little run of flounder um, pretty much all along the coast, especially down that Highway 23 area. For whatever reason, there's a lot of flounder especially if you're headed down towards Yellow Cotton Bay or, uh, you know, even Venice, some of those spots along the river edge as it, as it heads out are, are really great flounder spots. Uh, but, but, and for uh, a short paddle, a, Joshua's is always good for a short little paddle. You, you, you're fishing yeah, as soon as yeah. you put your kayak in there. I mean, I've caught so many quality fish right there in the harbor in Joshua's. So with a north wind or an east mm-hmm. wind, you're really protected right there. You can fish that whole bank between Empire and Joshua's and really do nice uh, if it's a calmer day, you can and you work your way out to those islands and catch some nice trout out there. Uh, lots of good possibilities out there. In the uh, water, two weeks you got decently the, clean. Two weeks you got Bayou Coast Kayak Club's uh, third annual BCKFC Championship Shootout. Where's that going to be? That's going to be over at Topwater Marina in Leeville. It's going to be a shotgun launch in the morning. And uh, should be a great time of year to tackle that area. That's the same kind of area that we had the Hobie Worlds all those years ago uh, there. And the fishing was pretty great until that that big northern uh, front came through. And and I imagine that this tournament, if we get good weather, will will yield some really big fish. I'm expecting somebody to pull out a you know five pound plus trout, and uh, it's a ten trout bag plus uh two slot reds so should be some interesting weights put up with that event and uh this time of year 
to go out there, I, I think uh, people are really going to have an opportunity to put some really big trout in their bag. Yeah, timing is great, and we'll be getting your report from the water. One last thing, Brendan, I think we need to remind the kayakers and the paddlers, it is duck hunting season. Youth weekend is this weekend. Uh, coastal area opens next weekend. The following weekend's the west, and the weekend after that is the east. So uh, be aware there's going to be people out there, camouflage, decoys set up. Please uh, give the duck hunters there's some room. And also, uh, a lot of people are surprised to find that some of these national wildlife refuges, fishing is actually banned during the open waterfowl season. So check your regulations pamphlet if you're going to be on a national wildlife refuge. Yeah, I think October 15th, a lot of those close for fishing until March 15th. Uh, I know that's the case over right. in Big Lake in the Sabine Refuge. As you paddle out, you can't really deviate from that, uh, that uh, free, uh, you know, egress area on the way to the lake. It's, uh, it's all forbidden, so. Brendan, right, we're going to let you put the phone down and grab your plumber's wrench, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks on the water. All right. Thanks, Don. Take care. <laughs> All right. Brendan Bayard going to work with his pipe wrench. All right. We come back after this. Uh, bad boy time. We had a guy. He killed at least, he admitted, said he did it, at least 16 deer last season. That's how many they accounted for. How many actually killed, and maybe we'll never know. His story is next. He's our bad boy of the outdoors on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. As I was saying, we're getting a lot of text messages in from uh, youth duck hunters and also a lot of favorite gumbo votes. If you'd like to let us know, it's 870-870. We're also going to tell you about this week's Bad Boy of the Outdoors and where do you hear what's coming up next week on it. But we'll do this first. We'll let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Our story began on September 11th. The Department of Wildlife and Fisheries agents received another one of those anonymous tips This one that a LaSalle Parish man had taken 16 deer, well over his 2018-19 season limit. Agents then obtained a search warrant for Clifton Sharp's property in LaSalle and Catahoula Parishes. Two weeks later, Sharp admitted to killing all 16 deer and using tags belonging to other hunters. And October 24th was booked into the LaSalle Parish Jail. Having admitted to taking over the season limit of deer, possession of illegally taken deer, failing to comply with deer tagging requirements, using another person's deer tags, and failing to validate deer tags, facing a total of $2,500 in criminal fines and another $16,246 for civil restitution payback for the value of the deer, making for a grand total of $18,246, not to mention a possible 120 days jail time, is 57-year-old Clifton B. Sharp of LaSalle Parish, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. Well, as bad as that is, I got to tell you, the uh, International Crane Foundation and people are outraged at the sentencing that was given this week. Uh, to the shooter of an endangered whooping crane, I'm talking about a bird valued at $93,700. And what was the sentence given to the perpetrator who admitted it, took a guilty plea? Two years probation, can hunter fish, 120 hours community service with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, take a free hunter education course. That's it. No fine, not one penny, no jail time. No criminal or civil restitution for an animal valued at over $93,000. 
The judge who administered that sentence should be ashamed. From what I understand, the prosecutor did his best. We are going to have Lizzie Condon, the Whoop and Crane Outreach Coordinator, on with us next week to talk about this. This has got to stop the slap on the wrist that says nothing. And this is not a kid. This is a 53-year-old man. That story of our bad boy next week. Coming up after this, we're going to talk to Captain Ryan Lambert, get his gumbo choice. They got good gumbo at Cajun Fishing Adventures Lodge, I can tell you that, and a lot of other stuff, too. We'll be back to get yours at 8787 if you care to text us and also uh, get to some more of these information you need to know on a Saturday morning. It's what we do on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Now, plastic fishing man soon to become man of steel shot. I'm talking about Captain Ryan Lambert. By the way, Ryan, I found your cap for your shot cam. It was exactly where you said it was. It was in the bottom of my gun case. Ah, good, good. <laughs> They they actually give you two. The, the, the company's really good. They think all kind of stuff like that. I mean, they even have a little mint in the box for you when you when you get it. <laughs> it's, it's, um, <laughs> Boy, that's customer service. Not far. like, yeah, not like what I got. Anyway, they sent me a new one. I'm gonna give them a second chance. All right, I just got a text in from Mike Smith, who hunts over in the Reggio. Says lots and lots of ducks over by him. You got any youth hunters going out this morning with you? No, we didn't. We have we have a wedding at home today, so my my, my oh, daughter Kristen's right. getting married. Right. So so yeah, so they got me under the rest. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got enough to rest. That's for for sure. You wish you were duck hunting. All right. Well, let me ask you the other question. What's your favorite gumbo? I know you guys got plenty of good gumbo down there. Wow! 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 I think um I think deer sausage and chicken with okra is my favorite. I go. like seafood. I like duck, but the chicken and deer sausage. Some I don't know. That's what I like the best. Put some okra right. in it, season it up real good. It's the gumbo. I had I had a gumbo last night. It was uh yeah. <laughs> it's that time of year, buddy. <laughs> it is. It's a gumbo kind of time of the year. All right. So uh, you've been distracted with wedding preparations, being a wedding planner and all that stuff. But what have the boys been doing down the river? What does this weather Dude, change? I just got home. I've been, I've been down there fishing, too. It's uh, it, You know what? We were very fortunate this week. All that weather that everyone had, we didn't get down there. We're so far south and east that when it gets to that peninsula and it's surrounded by all that warm water, it just stops. The line stops, you know, like Myrtle Grove. And we had beautiful weather. We're fishing. It's calm. We're catching trout and reds and bull reds and sight fishing. And it's just pouring down rain up the road. We've been fortunate all week. Then when the, when the hey, customers that, that said, well, it's going to rain 80%. We, we want to come on Thursday and Friday. I said, I wouldn't do that. And I promise you it's not going to be like that. So they came for the hurricane instead of fishing those good days, you know, with that cold front. But uh, it's been real good. We got some trout down there. We've been catching it. It's kind of weird. They're not where you would think they were. You have to see a couple of birds sitting on the water or something, and and you get over there, and and they're under there. And they're good trout. It's not like, you know, school bird trout. Like they know. They sit on top of them. That's the only way you know they're there. Because uh, And then bull reds, you can sight fish bull reds. You can... You can uh, fly fish in the marsh. It's been good for us. Great, it's, great. It's well, how are we looking next week uh, for the real Miss oh, Louisiana God. to come fishing down there for the bull reds? We're going to find we good. some bull reds we, for we good. We good. Yeah, there's bull reds, and there's two or three different places, so we just figure out what they want. We're going to have a good week, so you know, it'll be fun. Uh, we'll just see where, where there's the biggest concentration and go fish that and you know, if we want to fish other things, we can as well. But 
I, I hear she wants to do some kind of cooking segment. Yeah, she wants to do a little cooking that night before. So, we, so we'll set that up for her. We'll let her cook and then let her catch a redfish. They don't catch many redfish in West Monroe, so that's where she's from. So that's <laughs> They don't catch any redfish in West Monroe. <laughs> no. I promise If they you. do, yeah, he's lost if they do. Well, uh, ducks down there. I know this must have been oh, a shot for word. you. The table is set. I, I think it's going to be ugly next weekend, huh? I don't, I don't. We didn't even need it. I mean, we have so much food, and it's so pretty, and the ducks are already there. You know, more widgeons than we normally see, and we see the flocks of widgeons, and, you know, everything else is there. But, you know, I can't imagine what this is brought down. We, we were covered up before. So I think it's going to happen just like we said. You know, everything in the north doesn't have the food source that they did prior to this. You know, last right. year they had so much food and so much water. Well, it's not there. The river's at nine foot, and it's going to keep that fresh water going through there. It ought to be a, a best season we've seen in years. And, Too uh, bad you I don't have any I kids down there. I think they're missing out. Yeah, you know, yeah. we got the weather's not. Yeah, you know, it's not really that. harsh. It'd be a good day for them to get out there, and with plenty of ducks. They I mean, who plans the weekend when it's time for duck season? I don't understand that. Who plans weddings at that yeah. time? You know, <laughs> you know. Normally, Some my girls do. It's got to be between February and, and April. They got to get it done. How they slipped yeah. this one in? Uh, they did it on the off week for LSU and the Saints, and they looked at that. They yeah, they tried their yeah, best. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't know about youth yeah. season. They that that slipped up on them. <laughs> girls. Don't know about those kind of things sometimes. <laughs> Some girls do. All right, Ryan. Uh, tell people how to get a hold of you. It's a busy time. People are going to want to do the cast and blast or the cast or the blast, and it's going to be great. Yeah, we are so hot gumbo and, yeah, and all that stuff. Tell them how to get a hold of you. Yeah, they can they can go to Cajun Fishing Adventures, check out that new website, or or they could call me direct at 504-559-5111. And uh, we'll try to fit them in somewhere because we are so busy. All right. We'll see you down there with Miss Louisiana during the week, and people can see that coming up on the Fishing Game Report and also on our Bayou Isle TV. Have a great weekend, yeah, and I uh, hope you survive the wedding. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hope you survive the weekend. weekend. You too. I will. There he goes, our plastic man, also known as the man of steel shot. All right, we come back after this. Going to get to some of your texts. Well, we got lots of gumbo votes coming in. We'll run down those for you. Got lots of duck hunters, some kids out there having fun. I'll tell you where they are and who they are coming back right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.